You're listening to the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish-keeping podcast hosted by 23-year-old fish keeper Aqua Alex Cardinal. For three years, we provided you with quality tropical fish information, and we'll continue providing some information on freshwater and saltwater tropical fish. Let's dive down deep into the aquarium and chat fish. Live from his fish room is Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is now live. information 
about hawkfish in general, and of course some information on flame hawkfish. I'm going to talk about flame hawk care and keeping a flame hawk in an fish and much more. Now, if any of you guys who are listening live have any questions or comments, call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So if you're considering getting a flame hawk fish and you want to know a few things about a flame hawk, this is the show for you. So if I can help answer any of your questions on flame hawks, I would love to. One three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So let's get this episode of Species Saturday started, shall we? And I'm going to discuss first why I like flame hawkfish of the color red. Now, in the aquarium hobby, there isn't that many fish that have a bright red coloration. So immediately when I saw a flame hawk at the fish store, I fell in love because I saw the deep red that the flame hawks have. And it's a very, very cool red. Really interesting color pattern on the flame hawks, and that is one of the reasons that I am attracted to red coloration. And under the correct lighting, that red coloration looks awesome. And I think that a lot of people who like the color red are going to appreciate the flame hawkfish. Now, when people talk about flame hawkfish, they talk about their personality. And yes, the flame hawk does have quite the personality. Some people call them fun. Some people call them eager fish. But I'm going to call the flame hawk goofy, but goofy in a good way. Because of the way they swim, it looks like they're darting back and forth. Interesting fish. They have a weird-looking face on their body. It makes them such characters. They're a great fish, and I think a lot of people are going to like the flame hawk's personality. That's one of the things that made me interested in flame hawks was their personality alone, how they like to dart between the rocks and chase down shrimp and stuff. And again, I really love the swimming movements of flame hawkfish. They're actually uh, very nice to watch. Now I posted a video of my flame hawkfish on my YouTube channel, AC Tropical Fish 1993, in what I am doing like similar to our podcast, uh, Species Saturday. I have species highlights on AC Tropical Fish 1993, and I have a video of my flame hawk darting in and out of my rocks. So if you want to see that in person, go to my YouTube channel, AC Tropical Fish 1993, and you're really going to enjoy seeing my personal flame hawk. Now, the last reason I like flame hawks is despite their looks, they look aggressive, they are not aggressive. They are not aggressive by any means of the imagination. They are a peaceful fish. They are peaceful with fish of the like starfish and such. But flame hawkfish will eat shrimp and small inverts. Shrimp 
and smaller crustaceans are actually a part of their diet in the wild. So keep them away from shrimp. Otherwise, you're going to have a really good fish. If you, don't, if you have them in a tank without any shrimp, they're going to be a beautiful uh, part of your aquarium for the saltwater hobby. That is why I personally like flame hawkfish. So if you want, you can tell me why you like flame hawkfish by calling in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Book Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline. All right, now I want to share some fun facts on flame hawkfish. Now the flame hawkfish is a great. Thanks. It spends most of its time just waiting for its next meal to swim its perch on a coral head or rock outcropping. Now, the flame hawkfish is from Fiji, Cook Islands, Australia, and other West and South Pacific waters. The flame hawk's body is a brilliant flaming red color with a contrasting black band. On its back, black bands around the eyes, and the flame hawk grows to be about four inches long. Now, personable nature and small size makes it a highly sought-after specimen by aquarium. Can be kept in a reef system or fish-only aquarium. It is a versatile, hardy fish. It is a predatory bottom dweller or corals to keep watch, ready to pounce on any unsuspecting prey that swims too close. The flame hawkfish cannot be trusted with any shrimp or known to eat shrimp. My flame hawk loves Shrimp, and I feed my flame hawk market shrimp the way he doubles up scarlet cleaner shrimp or a fire shrimp would look like. So it is not recommended to house these guys with shrimp. Now, while some people have succeeded in keeping flame hawkfish with shrimp, it's not something I recommend keeping a $40 fire shrimp or a $30 cleaner shrimp with a flame hawk because they can become a expensive treat and then you would buy more of the fire or cleaner shrimp to replace them and then again the flame hawk would eat them. So folks, I'm going to say this numerous times throughout the show, do not keep shrimp flame hawks. Now, the flame hawkfish can jump, so keep space where your flame hawkfish can jump out. Now, let's talk about flame hawkfish price and availability. We're going to talk about the price and availability here on Species Saturday. Luckily for the saltwater hobbyist, the flame hawkfish is a relatively common 
uh, saltwater fish. You'll find them a lot at wholesalers, and the wholesalers will send them to your pet stores and fish stores, and your fish stores and pet stores have access to these flame hawks usually year-round. Now, generally go for about $40 to $60. I um, other than the ones that I've seen at Peco, where they were $75, and that is kind of outrageous. But a good, uh, reliable fish store will sell flame hawks anywhere from $40 to $60, depending on the source and the size of the flame hawk fish. And stores like to stock flame hawk fish. Now, how I found out about the Flame Hawk actually is a very interesting story. Uh, we were going to the fish store the day after, and uh, my brother Jimmy found a Flame Hawk, and he became. First, I wasn't really interested in a Flame Hawk until I actually wanted a hawkfish, and I started researching all the kinds of hawkfish. You know, I found out about the long-nosed hawkfish, the arc-eye hawkfish, the coral-spotted hawkfish, the giant hawkfish. I researched all of the hawkfish, and then I said, you know what, I'm just going to get a Flame Hawkfish, and here we are today. I have a Flame Hawkfish in my large display tank, and I think that if someone is looking for a hawkfish, I personally would recommend a But now that I mentioned all the different kinds of hawkfish species out there, I'd like to go ahead and give you some information on the different bunches of hawkfish species. Now, before we get into the care and keeping of flame hawkfish, let's start out with some background and general information about the species of fish the flame hawk is from. So hawkfish come from the family Cirhitidae. Hopefully I pronounced that right. I'm not the most uh, well-known guy to now, most hawkfish are small, at least the ones that people in the recent community are interested in for their reef tanks, which can often be found perching on SPS and soft corals. The name hawkfish is of the way that they perch on top of corals or rock, which makes them look much like a hawk. The way that they move, it's also once they see food swimming or floating past, they swoop down just like a hawk would. They can sit almost motionless on their perch and survey the situation by moving only their eyes. Now, most hawkfish come from the Indo-Pacific, with the exception of a few that come from the Atlantic. These fish are herpetoids, and the larger one will change from a female to a male in the ocean when living in groups. In the aquarium, they seem to be extremely hardy and take to different types of flake and frozen foods quickly after an introduction into the tank. They do best with rock work arrangements that provide many perches and hiding places, which makes them feel at home. 
while they have very strong pectoral fins, they are not good swimmers because, like goldfish, they do not have a swim bladder and seem to push themselves through the water instead of swimming. This should be taken into consideration when keeping them with much larger, fast swimming fish that could see them as a potential meal. One very interesting thing about flame hawkfish is that when they are perched on top of rock work, they will use those strong pectoral fins to walk across the rock instead of swimming. Caution. One important thing to remember is that hawkfish are predators, and some can prey upon small fish and inverts such as shrimp, snails, and crabs. Take this into consideration when adding any hawkfish to your tank and have an alternate plan of action ready if you have to remove it because it's attacking small fish or inverts. While this bit of information would scare many people away from keeping hawkfish, there are many who have not had problems keeping hawkfish with inverts and um, smaller species of fish. Now, besides the fish out there, here are some of the different kinds of hogfish. There is the long-nosed hogfish. There is the arc-eye hogfish. There is the falco hogfish. There is the giant hogfish, which actually grows pretty large, about two feet or so. so that's the largest hogfish available. And there is the red-spotted hogfish. Now, you can find all of these hogfish at LiveAquaria.com or BlueZooAquatics.com if you cannot find them at your local fish store or pet store if you're in a small town. So that's information on all the different types of hawkfish out there. Now let's get back into flame hawkfish. And I want to talk about why I personally would recommend a flame hawkfish for your personal aquarium. A, flame hawkfish are very hardy. They can live in almost any tolerable water parameter. So a flame hawk can handle just about any salinity, and they can handle clean water and live in almost any environment that does not have a fish big enough to eat it. B, they have a wonderful personality. I think that a potential owner of a flame hawk fish is going to fall in love with their personality, and the flame hawk is quickly going to become that person's favorite fish in the aquarium. And I know for me, when I first got my flame hawk, it took two days, and he went over my heart, and now he's one of my personal favorite fish in my aquarium. See, they are very fun fish to feed. Now, my flame hawk knows when I have market shrimp on a plate that I'm going to feed to the fish because he's the first fish to be on the top of the rock waiting for me to drop a piece of market shrimp into the tank. And I think that's a very, very cool thing. Not that many fish nowadays are able to understand when it's feeding time like flame hawks do, and I, I really, really enjoy that. And I think fellow hobbyists, are going to want to experience the same thing, and it makes for a good camera moment. It makes for a moment where you go grab your camera and film a video and uh, take a video of your flame hawk eating. It's really, really cool to see my flame hawk 
market shrimp. So those are just some reasons why I personally recommend a flame hawkfish for your aquarium. Now, the question, could two hawkfish live in an aquarium? Because I know there are some people out there that always want uh, one different species of each fish. So let's say, for example, you have a goby, a person's got a yellow watchman goby, and now they want to add a diamond goby to the tank. Can the same thing happen for hawkfish? It can. It can. Tank. I would not do it in a 20 gallon. I would not do it in a 40 gallon. I would possibly do it in a 75 gallon and above, and I only would do it with a lot of rock work. Make sure that each individual hawkfish is going to have their own individual hiding spots where they can go hide and retreat from other fish. That way there's no aggression. Because if there's no rock work in the tank, there's going to be aggression issues. And if you're going to have more than one hawkfish in the tank, you need to have plenty of hiding spaces. And I personally would not recommend having two flame hawks or two long-nosed hawks or two archive hawks in one tank. I would do a different species of hawkfish. For example, I would do a flame hawk and a long-nosed hawk, and they won't potentially bicker all the time. So, yes, you could do two flame hawks in an aquarium. It is not usually recommended, but if you're going to do it, you have to do it in a large aquarium. I personally probably would not do two flame hawks unless I knew it was a very, very high success rate. All right. So, a great start. Fish show. Coming up next here on Species Saturday on Flame Hawks, I'm going to talk about caring and keeping the flame hawkfish. Don't go anywhere, folks. Our discussion on the flame hawkfish continues right after Aquatic Wetline has some important messages. We're going to hear the important messages from the Aquatic Wetline right now, and then we're going to continue our discussion on the flame hawks. Don't forget, you can call in at 1-347-989-8142 if you have any questions on flame hawkfish. We're back with more after this. Hey, guys. This is Donovan. I'd like to tell you a little bit about my show, Here for the Fix. I talk about how to become a fish keeper until now, talk everyday fish keeping, and about my favorite fish, African cichlids. So go check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, all together, lowercase, and check out my Facebook, Here for the Fins. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Picosinus, micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Hikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles, and Biopure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, 
look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. Tropical fish keepers of both freshwater and saltwater, you are invited to be a part of Aquatic Wetlines Group exclusive to the fish keepers and listeners of Aquatic Wetlines. The name of the group is Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline on Facebook. On this group you can post pictures of your aquarium, your fish, and chat fish. There will be contests and more. So join right now. Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline on Facebook. Yeah, this is the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish-keeping show brought to you by Aqua Alex in Springfield, Massachusetts. Let's get back to the tropical fish chat right now. <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Aquatic Wetline. Today we're episode of Species Saturday on a special Thursday afternoon. I'm Aqua Alex, and we're talking about the flame hawkfish this evening. Wonderful information on flame hawkfish, and I talked about the different species of flame hawks. In just a second here, I'm going to talk to you about caring and keeping a flame hawkfish. Remind anyone there listening live, if you have any questions or comments about the flame hawk, I do invite you to call in and participate in the show by dialing one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So let's talk about caring for the flame hawkfish. Now, flame hawkfish grow to be about four inches to four and a half. Want a decent sized tank? I personally recommend 29 gallon aquariums and up because they do get a good size at about four and a half inches. And make sure you have plenty of rock and hiding spaces for your flame hawk as they do like to for security. Now, let's talk about feeding the flame hawk now that we know what tank size they need and how big they get. Now, the flame hawk fish is a prince for small crustaceans, pile invertebrates. It will eat feather dusters and ornamental shrimps, such as fire shrimp, and well as may pick hermit crabs and snails right out of their shells. Even though fish are not a preferred food source, they may try and eat smaller sizes. Now, the hawkfish could be a very finicky eater, and in captivity, some specimens may But that is from the research that I have done and that I'm reading to you guys. But from personal experience, my flame hawkfish is not not a picky eater at all. So take it with a grain of salt. Maybe some flame hawkfish are different than others. Maybe mine is a uh, really easy fish to get to eat, but maybe others may be difficult to keep or feed, I should say. Maybe others are difficult to feed because they're a finicky eater. So like humans, everyone is different. So maybe flame hawks are different. So I thought I'd put that in there. So with persistence and patience on the fish keeper's part, that the dry shrimp, flake foods, and other meaty fares that you provide the fish are food. Now, which means market shrimp and stuff like that, and fish fleshes, myesis shrimp, and other fresh or frozen foods, like a curry, like um, myesis shrimp. Now, tank parameters for a flame hawk. Salinity is going to be anywhere from 1.021 to 1.026. The pH is going to be anywhere from 8.0 to 8.4. And you want to make sure you have natural, normal parameters, no high ammonia or high nitrates or nitrites that could potentially harm your flame hawk. Tank mates now. 
The flame hawkfish gets along fairly well with other fish, but may act aggressively towards other bottom-dwelling species. Dwellers or provide this fish with plenty of room and hiding places to ease territorial conflicts. Good tank mates for the flame hawk include any of the clownfish species, whether it be a um, Ocellaris or a Pecula or a Tomato complex clown or a maroon clown. All clownfish are good for flame hawks. Any species of Chromis, any species of damsels, any species of dartfish. Gobies will do fine with hawkfish, but make sure there is plenty of space. Make sure there's plenty of live rock or rocks where your uh, hawkfish and gobies can hide in so there's no territorial disputes. So gobies will do fine with hawkfish. Blenny, same thing as the gobies. Make sure there are plenty of hiding spots for both the blenny and the hawkfish. Um, tangs will do good with uh, a flame hawk. Dotty backs and basslets are fine with a flame hawkfish. Puffers are okay with uh, a flame hawk. None big enough to eat a hawkfish, though, so that means you don't want any of the R-thrown species of uh, puffers, a.k.a. dog face puffers. You don't want a dog face. You don't want a manila puffer. You definitely don't want a starving stripes puffer. Stay away from all the large-growing saltwater puffers. You would look at a Valentini puffer, a blue-spotted Toby puffer, or a sharp-nosed puffer as a puffer that can be kept with a flame hawkfish. File fish are fine with uh, flame hawkfish, bang eye cardinals, uh, pajama cardinals, red stripe cardinals, and all the ORA cardinals and cardinal fish are fine with uh, flame hawk, etc. Anything that is not big enough to eat a flame hawk will do fine with the flame hawkfish. Now, in a reef tank, the flame hawk will most likely take up residence in a hard coral head perching on top when at ease and darting down inside the coral head when threatened. It may also take refuge next to the base or under the tentacles of a large, magnificent anemone. Habitat. The flame hawkfish is a bottom dweller that lives in areas where coral heads and stones are present to perch upon and hide in. The flame hawk will normally be close to a convenient place to dart into and hide when any threats approach it. Now, like I said earlier, the flame hawk, like most hawkfishes, is a predatory bottom dweller. It likes to sit on top of rocks and corals to keep watch, ready to pounce on any unsuspecting prey that swims too close like inverts. Social behaviors on the flame hawk. Now, the flame hawks in the wild are found singly on the reef with one male presiding over a territory that will include two to seven females. In the ocean, they are seen hiding among branches of coral. Sexual differences for flame hawks. The male is usually larger. And finally, care and recap for the flame hawk. We're going to talk about caring for the flame hawk, and we're going to recap some of the information that we gave out for the flame hawk tonight. The flame hawkfish 
are known as very personable fish that display a lot of personality and tend to build bonds with owners over time. While the flame hawkfish is not a very large fish, it is semi-aggressive and will eat small ornamental shrimp, feathered duster worms, and some crab and snail species. Flame hawkfish are known to knock snails and crabs over and pull their bodies out of the shells and eat them. Despite its feeding habits, the flame hawkfish does make an excellent reef fish for certain reef environments. The flame hawkfish is primarily red in color with only a black area along the top of its back running from the head all the way to its tail. Other distinctive features of this species are their eyes, which protrude from their head, and their pectoral fins that they use to perch themselves on rocks. While flame hawkfish can be kept in nano aquariums, generally a 30-gallon or larger aquarium with plenty of live rock is required to provide a good habitat. While flame hawkfish are peaceful to most other fish species, they may be aggressive to other similar size bottom feeders like gobies and blennies, but like I said earlier, make sure you provide um, a lot of hiding spaces for gobies and blennies if you're going to have them with a flame hawk. And of course, we already know that they're going to be aggressive to shrimp, crabs, and snails. Now, flame hawkfish tend to be more aggressive in smaller aquariums or ones with small amounts of live rock. So to have a nice, passive, peaceful hawkfish provide a large aquarium with larger amounts of live rock to provide a lot of territory for the species, which helps make it more docile as it feels less pressure for feeding areas. Now I can speak from personal experience because I have a lot of rock in my aquarium and I don't see my flame hawk being aggressive at all because he has a wide range of places that he can dart to to feed on, which is pretty interesting. I like that for flame hawks. Now, flame hawkfish tend to hang out on rocky outcrops where they use their pectoral fins to prop themselves up. In reef aquariums, the flame hawkfish is believed to have a beneficial to hard corals as their feces provide a source of nitrogen for coral tissue growth. Wow, I never knew that until now. That's pretty interesting. Now, the flame hawkfish is carnivore and it should be fed a diet which includes a variety of marine meaty foods such as frozen preparations, marine fish, uh, marine fish flesh, crustaceans, and myesis or live feeder shrimp. This species should be fed one or two times a day. So that is some information and last remarks on the flame hawkfish. Now, can beginners keep a flame hawkfish? Can somebody that is just entering into the saltwater hobby keep a flame hawkfish? Absolutely. Flame hawkfish are very hardy, and they are a very easy fish to keep. A beginner can keep a flame hawkfish as long as their tank has been cycled for about six months or more, as long as the tank is about 29 gallons or up, and as long as there are a lot of hiding places, a beginner can keep a flame hawk. Matter of fact, the flame hawkfish is 
a hawk fish that a lot of people recommend to beginners. And the flame hawk is probably my only hawk fish that I would recommend to beginners because it is the most uh, readily available one, is the most versatile one, and the most hardiest of all the hawk fish. So, my closing remarks on the flame hawk fish. The flame hawkfish is a gorgeous, cute little fish with lots of personality, and I recommend them for all saltwater. You should go out and get one for your tank because the flame hawk is going to provide you with years and years and years of enjoyment. The flame hawk is a absolutely stunning, show-stopping fish. So. I hope I answered all of your questions on Flamehawks, and I hope that I taught all of you guys a thing or two about Flamehawks, and if you're considering getting a Flamehawk, I hope that I uh, encourage you to go and buy a Flamehawk. We have reached the end of our return of Species Saturday for today. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I have some uh, news and announcements to share before I end the show, so let me get into those news and announcements. This Saturday, we're going to have our second episode of Species Saturday, but this Saturday is going to be a freshwater Species Saturday as I talk about one of my personal favorite freshwater algae eaters. Ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday I'm going to talk about the flagtail portulotus on Species Saturday. So for any of my saltwater fish keepers who also keep freshwater, stay tuned because on Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern we're going to learn about the flagtail portulotus. And this Saturday, but the next Saturday, our next saltwater species Saturday is going to be uh, my personal favorite saltwater clownfish, the maroon clownfish. Two weeks from now, as I talk about maroon clownfish, I cannot wait to share some information on maroon clownfish here on Species Saturday in two weeks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce that our fan page, Aquatic Wetline Fish Keeping Podcast, has gotten 200 likes. I would like to thank all of you for liking my fan page on Facebook. It means a lot to me. So thank you, everybody, who liked my fan page. I'm not sure how many of you... Uh, I'm not sure how many of you are, are have liked my fan page, but I want to. I don't know. I'm not sure how many of you who have liked my fan page that are listening to the show. Uh, there we go. Sorry for the uh, tongue twister there. But I want to thank all of you who like my page, who listen to my show all the time. 200 likes is incredible. So thank you everybody for the 200 likes. It really, really means a lot to me. I also want to remind everybody to join my fish group on Facebook, Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline. You can share pictures of your aquarium, you can share pictures of your fish, and you can chat fish with all of our members. We have 29 members, and we are looking to grow. On Friday, I'm going to make a special announcement 
for the aquatic wetline in that group. So please join Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline on Facebook right now. That's it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Species Saturday here on Aquatic Wetline. This is Aqua Alex, and I want to thank you for listening to the Aquatic Wetline. Enjoy the aquarium hobby and enjoy your fish. Good night, everyone. This episode of the Aquatic Wetline has concluded. Aqua Alex thanks you for listening to his show. Please check out Aquatic Wetline Fishkeeping Podcast on Facebook and hit like for tropical fish facts and more. Feel free to reach Aqua Alex at AquaticWetline at Outlook.com with any tropical fish questions. Your questions may make the show. Good night.